Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 114. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra from beautiful Savage, Minnesota. The wilds, the breath of the wilds of Savage, maybe, as you'd say. Joined by Mark, the Canadian Carabin from the Canadian breath of the wild. How are you doing, my friend? I'm pretty good. Hopefully there'll be no tears in our kingdom tonight and we'll have a, a great show. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I have not stopped all day, so it's nice to just like finally, kind of sit down and think about video games for a little bit. So this is this is nice. How are you? Yes. Oh, doing well. Um, I am a man torn between games right now, and a man that will not be forced to buy a Switch just so his son and I can share it. So I'm putting it down unless he wants to buy one that's fine um but <laughs> with that we are joined by a returning co-op mode member and that is mr josiah aka mostly martinez aka the really important part hezekiah's father welcome back hello there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's amazing to be back uh, i was super uh, excited um when i got your guys's message i love spending time with everybody um across the secret friends unite podcast so yeah thank you so much for the invite i'm happy to be here um i told you guys a little earlier today's my 13th wedding anniversary um so today is just all around fantastic um a beautiful day with the family and a beautiful day with a couple of my favorite content creators you know what i don't blame you it's the perfect place it's the perfect way to spend your wedding anniversary with us it is i can't think of anything better (laughs) uh i love it yeah my my son and my wife are at taekwondo right now so they're doing their thing so i'm kind of playing hooky and mark uh you're just trying to catch your breath maybe yeah yeah basically yeah that's mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> well this is gonna be a lot of fun because yeah because uh, i thought about this uh your first were on uh Hulkron chronicles with mark and then i had you on sfu when charlie wasn't there so this is the first time we're talking about video games together so very yeah. very much fun yeah All right. Well, uh, before we get into the mix of everything, uh, we want to thank our Patreons. Uh, Our best bud, Jamie Prinky, our BFFs, Sean, Stella, Henry Nias. Guys, how you doing? Sean is another father who never gets to play his video games because his children steal them. Uh, Missy Merchant and Andy Milliken. Missy, thank you for all your support being on uh, those knuckleheads on Code 47, who just celebrated 100 episodes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so they had a good time. They did the top 47 episodes of star trek i think and they battled it out in a bracket fashion to come up with the number one star trek episode nice i need to go check that out that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> it's only like three hours long so don't worry <laughs> okay yeah i i figure out top 47 yeah i'm i'm like buckle up get ready Exactly. And Charlie always makes fun of us for going really long. So now we can't say he's never done it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, very I good. Almost, well, I almost well, snuck on one of those. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Some, somebody backed out and uh, he messaged me and said, hey, there might be a chance that we could get you in. And I was like, all right, let's go. And he's like, never mind. <laughs> oh my goodness i almost made it i almost made it on <laughs> charlie's got to fix that problem <laughs> yes he does he does it does i it's always interesting to know who like enjoys both star wars and star trek it doesn't yeah. always get that overlap so it's very cool um sure. mark is one of those people where it does not overlap <laughs> no. yeah mm-hmm. 
Well, very cool. Yeah, we'll put a good word for you and get on that show because, right. you know, you, you ended up giving Charlie a code to a certain video game that he has not talked about yet. And I want to hear what he thought about the game because yeah. I'm really curious about that, that um, uh, the Star Trek game uh, that came out. So um, yeah. it's, it's more kid focused. So Prodigy is the game. So I, I would love to hear his thoughts on that. Yeah. Okay. So now we get into really the meat of the show. This is the one that really separates the man from the the machines and the beasts. It is Byrant Return. This episode or this the segment is Scary Zelda Enemies. So Mark picked this one. So folks, mm. it's all on Mark for how well this goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I wanted to to pick something Zelda themed, but I was trying to pick of like for some reason creepy stuff in Zelda popped in my head mm-hmm. for this one, but I and I narrowed it down like like Todd said to enemies because there's some creepy stuff in Zelda that's not enemies or mm-hmm. like not necessarily an enemy you can fight. So like right. there's Tingle, uh, the the moon in in Majora, Majora's Mask. Uh, there's the um, the toilet ghost. Stuff like that, like uh, blood moons, like there's creepy stuff. Yeah. But then there's there's also this like enemies that are gonna mess you up, <laughs> and uh, and what ones do you not want to face? So mm-hmm. um, so here we go. We've got a cucko army. Is anyone who has slashed a chicken in <laughs> Zelda too many times with a sword knows mm-hmm. the unrelenting horror that is rained upon you? by those those chicken army fiends mm-hmm. uh we've also got the redead aka yeah. zelda zombies yeah. and one of the creepiest ones that like the, the jump scare kind of creep is the wall master hand so that's the you just see the shadow above you and then there's just a, a thing on crack that just comes <laughs> down and and gets you so, uh, so they're the three options. Uh, what one, what one scares you the most? Oh man. Yeah. When, when I saw this segment, I was, I was thinking about that too, because it's really interesting when you think about Zelda, there's a lot of like beauty in it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, uh, magic and kind of like happy mystical side, but then there, there's a lot of dark there. And so like you're saying, even if they're not enemy, there's a lot of dark in the game. Even if you think of like things like the pose too, you know, like they come out yeah. at night. It, it, and so I would like kind of of those three though, I think personally like the redead, cause it's kind of is like a, it, you know, a jump scare too, in a way, because you know, it'll get you. And then I'm trying to remember, it was like, uh, what'd you have to do? Like AB, AB, AB or something to like, yeah, so, like get, get, off, like, get just it just off of you. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like knock it off you. And it really mm-hmm. reminds me of, um, did you guys ever play resistance, the resistance mm-hmm. series? So, you yeah. know, like then like the chimera would jump on you and it was the same thing. Like it's all, it's like dark and you know, like you'll come out of nowhere or like sometimes you'll hear it and it's the same with the redead. You could hear them. And so mm-hmm. they're, like, they're like, Oh shoot. And then if they grab you, you're just like, ah, <laughs> get off me. Yeah. Um, so like, I think it out of these so three, I know. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, like the sound is like, yeah, it's, you know, the sound when you hear the sound of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't mess with the cuckoos, but I mean, for me, it's gotta be the redead. 
because I mean, just the, you know, it's, it's at, you know, it's darker, it's at night, you know, you got to get it off you and yeah. So that's your so, buy. Yeah. I was going to say, so is the approach, like, is your buy like the one that's the scariest? Is that how you're so, going? Or it's like, I'm going cause, yeah. cause mm-hmm. there is like a, there is like a method of madness in the game where you could take it differently. And I usually do that because right. it drives Mark nuts. <laughs> uh, so, so if you're going the scariest to then least scariest, so you're saying redead. Okay. For your buy. Okay. So yeah. what would you, what would you rent? Kind of like what's the semi evil or semi scary. Yeah. That's gotta be wall master. And like, and I think those are close because like he said, it, you know, you, you got that shadow going on and then across the different Zelda games, it's a little different. Um, mm. But yeah, like I, I think that is definitely when you think of a hand, which we'll talk about a hand well, maybe an arm later, but I think, you know, just a hand all by itself, it kind of gives you like the super smash brothers final boss vibes even, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the Mario games also have either a hand or a fist as a boss. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, that's kind of, it, it definitely is a thing. And then, yeah, I, I got to go. Like, cuckoos, they're scary. You can't mess with them, but they're also cute. And you can hold them. You can jump off things and fly. Yeah, so. <laughs> and can be avoided. Just don't yeah. be an ass. Mm-hmm. Just don't <laughs> yeah. hit the birds. And yeah. you're fine. I mean, I if you them. help them, you're fine. You go, they get yeah. lost. You grab them. You take them back to their pen. They like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't. It's the, do it's the jerk tax. Canceled by PETA yeah. and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd, how are you feeling about this one? You know, it's weird. I have different thoughts because I'm like, well, yeah, you know, buy and return, you know, is that, do I want a really scary enemy? Maybe I don't. I'm going to buy the, <laughs> yeah. the least scary. Uh, the least scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would I want more of these things? I'm not investing in my terrors. Come on. Yeah. What economy mm-hmm. is this? I'm not building a haunted house. <laughs> like, come on. I'm going to put them out. Of, I want to put these guys out of work. I, I do not want them to have a place. I want them to go to like homeless shelters or, or something like that. Put them out of work. So um, I, so, but you know, I think when uh, buying for like effective fears, things like that, um, I'm going to go with the Wallmaster hands because this reminds me of, I think it was Elden Ring. There was a hand, mm-hmm. like a hand monster that mm-hmm. looks like a spider. And that's what reminds me. It's like coming down, it looks like a spider. And those things come out of the nowhere. So it's like, you can't even like dance around it or, or escape. It's just like, it's like it's like, almost like a, what is it, Mr. X in Resident Evil Two, where he just comes up and like it's like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> it's like ah, <laughs> so very effective. I'm buying him. I'm buying what he's selling in regards to the hand being scary as hell. So that's my mm-hmm. that's my buy. Um, rent, um, you know, I think I would rent the Coco Army because I think if I remember this correctly. They can create chaos that doesn't always impact you too, right? They can be chaotic in general. So they could be semi-useful. You could like like save them for something where you could create chaos or just avoid them. Like you don't have to, like to your point, you, it's a jerk tax. If you want to be a jerk, that's your tax, you're paying it. Um, mm-hmm. But it could be like, it could be useful too from a chaos you know, it's like when you're like in Far Cry and you release a, a wolf from like a pen and it just goes nuts and drives a brain. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then Red Dead, I don't know. I think zombies are kind of done. So, I think it's like, yeah, I think they're kind of over and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's a return. Mark. Crazy enough, I'm picking the exact same as Todd. 
nice. which I don't think has happened in the history of this game. This is <laughs> unprecedented. So, Did we just become best friends? I think so. Let's ah! put our bunk beds together. We have so much room for activities and, and flips. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the uh, the Wallmaster hand because it's it's terrifying when it's just like the the shadow, especially if you don't recognize like yeah. there's a shadow coming and you don't get time to roll away or like you you know you're just you're looking away for two seconds and then you're done. Um, it's, it's you always it's, remember your first Wallmaster hand, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Coco Army, like like you said, kind of as long as you don't do anything if if you're nice to them they'll be nice to you uh however once you do that because you're gonna come on because we're all twisted and broken and we're gonna hit the chickens once in our life (laughs) and find out what happens and they are like the definition of f around and find out and oh boy do you find out quick and it's just that like panic of like how do i escape from 3,000 chickens coming at me (laughs) and uh just and that the redead like you said, like zombies, they are creepy. I will, I will a hundred percent agree with the the sound and just the creepy factor. But they can kind of be avoided for the most part. When they get mm-hmm. you, it is terrifying, though. Like that is a close call of like, should that be? You know, should I switch those? Um, but yeah, there's just something about a chicken army that's just. <laughs> has stuck with me through all these years so that's oh, i'll pick that one what's what's the uh say i'd would you rather battle one giant yes. like chicken one giant or a hundred chickens, chickens or regular size chickens mm-hmm. <laughs> well oh, you know you never know yeah game. or could it be like a giant chicken or a wall master the size of a chicken Oh yeah, no, like no, 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 the or no, no. like a lot like, of those yeah, like Wallmaster oh, hands. Man, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like I just thought about it in my head. Yeah. No way. Spiders are scary, whether they're the size yeah. of like your pinky or the size of a tarantula. Yeah. yeah. Do not want. Um, <laughs> I would just want to bring up one funny funny thing. Like a look up in the corner of your room or something like that, and you're just like, oh look, there's a spider up there. Oh no, never mind. It's a disembodied hand. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> no let's just Return. be honest if you're sleeping at night if you look up and there's a spider even the smallest one about right you're dropping your mouth you're creep yeah. you're freaking out and get out of bed aren't you yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. imagine that's yeah. a hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah please don't please don't don't give me nightmares mark yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 this remind me because in the witcher three if you killed enough cows you summoned like the cow demon God and he would come. Oh, in. So it's almost similar to that, but it was so weird to have like a demon cow that you, that you could not escape. It would like go yeah. after you. It's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Amazing. Uh, um, do you want to take uh, Brendan's uh, response? Say, we had, yeah. We had uh, a response from Brendan Myers, the winter gamer. Uh, he went the way I almost went was, was by the, the cocoa chicken army, you straight up don't mess around with that. <laughs> and he said the same thing. I didn't even read. This yes, she did. You said, I was going to say, you really guys are like on the same page. The more you F around, you find <laughs> that's amazing. Like that calculation. Uh, the more you <laughs> find out <laughs> the graph. Uh, Brenna, we're, we're, I, I see, I, I see you right now. Uh, <laughs> rent the wall master hand because it's, uh, it's really useful. 
Um, but I also want to deal with uh, finding finding where it is. Yeah, because that's mm. you just don't. You, you, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nope, uh, yep, definitely not. And uh, return redead because they are least useful uh, in in combat or anything else. So yeah, they're they're kind of like they. I mean, they're they're stationary zombies for the most part. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. like all right, cool. You're stuck to one spot for the most. It can kind of. Do you even get anything spot. from them? Like a rupee, maybe? Uh, I think, yeah, nothing important. I feel like, yeah, it's always like rupees. Maybe they drop uh, a unique thing. Um, I can't remember what it is, though. But, yeah, nothing fancy, for sure. Unimportant, I think. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, that was a lot of fun. So thank you, Mark, for picking that one. Let's see uh, what we get next week when we might uh, disappoint the audience even further than I normally do. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Um, So now we get to the part where we actually talk about what we've been playing. So, uh, you know what? No big games came out, so we're probably going to just talk about our backlog, you know, what we've been playing. You know, what what was big three years ago? Let's talk about that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. uh, Who's been playing Angry Birds? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) I heard they got a new uh, free-to-play game because they brought back the old one, right? Yeah. Nice. Oh, Sega bought. Didn't Sega buy Rovio? Yeah. Or they're, they're we can talk about that. Let's just talk did. about they, that. They, they, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's nothing, nothing yeah. else important happening. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Ball. It's like Sonic Pinball, you know, or Sonic Sonic Angry Bird. He's, he could turn into a, like a slingshot. Perfect. <laughs> just kidding, folks. Just kidding. Um, we're going to get into the big, big game. But before then, um, Josiah, is there any games else, other games that you've been playing or anything you're excited about in the world of games? Yeah, so um, I think we're kind of all on the same page on a couple of games. Um, but obviously, uh, being a big Star Wars fan, Jedi Survivor, I've been excited about that for a really long time. And sadly, I haven't got that far in the game um, because I tried to stream it a few times and it kept crashing. Oh. So it was crashing my stream and it was, yeah, it it threw a whole wrench into everything. And anyways, then I knew that they were going to do some patches and all that type of stuff. Um, but I haven't got that far. Um, I'm just running around uh, kind of the seedy side of Coruscant. Oops, spoiler, sorry. Um, but uh, <laughs> yes, I'm kind of just right at the beginning there. Um, it feels just as amazing as before. I'm really excited to dive uh, more into that now that it's uh, getting a little bit more stable. I'm playing on PC, by the way, um, which from what I understand. I could tell when you talked about crashes. Yeah, <laughs> which is like the, the most yeah, like issues I've heard is from people playing on PC. Um, but yeah, so that game, um, I've been jumping a little into obviously what we're going to talk about later, tears of the kingdom. Um, I've been playing that a bunch, uh, besides those, one of those games that continues to come out from the grave is, uh, destiny had a new DLC recently. So I've been, uh, uh, playing that a little bit. I almost finished the campaign of the, the most recent DLC and it's, that one's pretty brutal on legendary, um, it's it's pretty punishing. So I actually haven't finished it based on trying a few times and being like, OK, I'm done for the night of playing that. And uh, uh, what are you playing on um, for for Destiny? Yeah, uh, Destiny, I'm playing on Xbox. OK, and it's crossplay, though, right? Yeah. So, so you can you can pretty much play it anywhere. But I actually I have the um, the DLC and year pass on Xbox. So that's where I'm playing. That. Well, if you're looking for an excellent player. My son is now a Sherpa on raids. He is ridiculous. Nice. Puts me to yeah. shame. I haven't even played late fall at all, but uh, he yeah. is on it when he's not playing 
other games, he's playing Destiny too. So if you're looking for someone or vice versa, um, yeah, he would be an be awesome. excellent player to have. He's very, he's very, he, I'm very proud of him because he is very collaborative and he tells is. people exactly what they need to do. He's not a jerk. Um, he tries to have a little bit of fun though. Like, what are you doing? Why are you over there? But he's yeah, very kind. Right. So he's yeah. the type of uh, like Sherpa I would have wanted when I was playing Destiny a lot. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's great to find uh, people to play with like that. And I know one thing that's kind of uh, helped veteran players like myself is they're rotating in some of the old raids. So they bring back a raid from before and I'm like, all right, I'm in, baby. (laughs) I'm back, baby. You know, put me in, coach. uh, Yeah, the the glass glass raid is always uh, a favorite Mm -hmm. of a lot of people. Yep. Yep. Vault of glass and they had King's Fall again. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm jumping into that a little bit. Um, play, the games I've been playing with Hezekiah, um, we've actually just kind of started getting back into Fall Guys. Um, the new season came out, um, which is uh, pretty cool because they added a creator mode where you can create your own um, tracks. Oh, wow. And Hezekiah right. loves that stuff. Like, I mean, he likes like um, Mario Maker 2 and um, like Minecraft, Ark, Survival Evolved. Like he likes the building and crafting stuff. So he's been all over that, um, spending a lot of time building different, um, yeah, different uh, circuits and stuff, which is really cool because um, you can't just go crazy with it. They give you a certain amount of currency for each one. And so you can only have so many pieces so like nobody's having like this really elaborate, crazy one. Everyone has like the same amount of, uh, I guess, materials to make something. And so, yeah, that's that's been pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest one is what we're going to be talking about, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I've always been a big Zelda fan. So, yeah, that's probably where I'm going to be uh, for the next year on and off playing <laughs> that game. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's do this. Let's get let's get everything else out of the way. Um, yeah. So, so Mark, uh, where are you at in Jedi Survivor? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm fairly far. I think I don't like. I haven't looked up any spoilers, so I don't know exactly like when it ends. But like, I've I've you know, I think progressed a fair bit in the story. I've done, you know a few things I've met a few people that I, I, you know, from the first game that I've been kind of waiting to pop up. Um, I've got a decent amount of the, the powers, all of the lightsaber stances that I think uh, that nice. are, are going to pop up. So um, I think I'm a decent way in, but I, yeah, maybe I'm just scratching the surface. I don't even, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I feel like really, really good about, where I've been going with this game and how it's been going. Uh, One thing I will say, and I talked to my wife about this earlier today is Jedi survivor for me. And maybe I don't know if I should have saved this for later or not, but I'll, I'll do a tiny bit right now. Um, Playing tears of the kingdom at least from the get-go, feels very slow because of how good Jedi Survivor is as a sequel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Without without too many like you know without really story spoilers or anything like that, Jedi Survivor took everything that was great about Jedi Fallen Order and made it better without taking anything away 
which is so rare for a Metroidvania or any kind of Souls like sequel, Souls like yeah. whatever. It it doesn't start you from zero. If there was something you could do in Jedi Fallen Order, for the most part, you can do that here. Mm-hmm. There's no oh, your lightsaber got damaged, so now it's only a single blade and you have to upgrade everything else. There's there's no, oh, you got bopped on the head so you can't do force flips anymore. You can't do this. It's here's what you got in the first game. That's your starting point. What's new? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, an air dash or another ability that someone gives you later that is really, really cool uh, or – uh, new lightsaber stances or uh, you know, I think everyone's kind of saying, I don't think it's a spoiler to say you get a gun in this one. So uh, you know, lightsaber plus gun combo or uh, like that kind of combat and what that changes. It's, it's just adding things. Mm-hmm. Whereas tears of the kingdom pretty much starts you back from zero. You have like three hearts and no stamina and everything else. And it's, it just feels like I'm back here again. For real, I just kind of want to like. Feels like it's not backwards compatible. Like all those villains, yeah, they're, they're not right. forward compatible with the, <laughs> this game. It, especially where it, it it feels like it's starting very close to where Breath of the Wild finished. Mm-hmm. So that's that's causing a bit of frustration, and I I'm looking at Jedi Survivor, and I'm like, damn, this is a perfect sequel. Like every little pain point. In the first game, whether it was fast travel or, you know, traversal or this or that, like it's just all fixed aside from crashes. But for me, uh, it's been it's been performing well. I've had one crash so far on the Xbox Series X and I just rebooted. I had I I lost maybe two minutes because the save point was right before it crashed. I was lucky that I hadn't gone, you know, a good half hour, 45 minutes without hitting one of those meditation points. And uh, the game just kind of like froze. It was a quick, like reset the Xbox power back in no hiccups since it's, it's been, you know, knock on wood, whatever. Um, so I've been lucky that way. And aside from that one little hang up, it's just been everything I, I finished the audio book of the in between Jedi survivor and, and, nice. uh, and, and this one or the, the fallen order and Jedi survivor. Uh, and that was excellent. So like I am fully in star Wars mode. I'm fully in Jedi survivor mode and oh man, uh, tears of the kingdom. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm very excited to get into it and put that 200 hours in that I did it in breath of the wild. But man, the starting is such a slog in, in certain respects. In other respects, it's like, Oh wow, I can do this. I can do that. And it doesn't take too, too long to kind of get into a groove, but you're still like for real three hearts. Come on, man. Like, just yep. Why? Yeah. And I was wondering about that too, and how they were gonna uh, they were gonna do some things. So I've gotten not as far as I'm sure a lot of people haven't, but I mean it is interesting comparing the two sequels. We talked about sequels last episode, and you know, kind of like you know, uh, enough, you know, not enough. And I, I do feel I, I I'm reiterating where you were saying, Mark, where I feel like they didn't stumble where they could have. Um, the story I feel is excellent, and it doesn't do those normal tropes of like, we're going to get the band back together and we really have like negative feelings. It feels like they, 
I think it handled it very maturely, which was great. It wasn't like, oh, now we're enemies or something like that. No, it was just separate ways. And I like how they brought them back together. And like Marin, I love Marin. She is the bomb. I love her. She is amazing. I want Marin in everything. Make her. I mean, she's amazing. I love. I love that character. Live action. I like their relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, want all so, of these characters live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great, and and I think they've added some things with and, and depending where you're at, um, you you have a lot of things to keep you around in the game to do side quests. Like there's a character you meet that you has guy you haven't gotten there yet, but I'll just say it's a very cool looking bounty hunter that Ooh. i've never seen a bounty hunter like that and that bounty hunter is cool and awesome kind of so gives cool. a cad bane vibes Ooh, but nice. in a wheel cooler than cad bane well, but yes, I, I you know what i'm that. saying mark but it's kind of like that that like th- that vibe <laughs> you know no but i'm just saying in that vibe i it kind of and it feels like it's a it's an alien and star star wars that feels underutilized that type Jeez, so i'm so glad cool. they're doing it it's it's mm-hmm. very cool and there's like there's all these different things that you can stay in that game as long as you want you don't have yeah. to just do the main campaign. There's other things you can do, just even just silly things or exciting mm-hmm. things. Uh, um, I do still laugh at the I got a uh, cool another hair hairdo in a box. So, <laughs> and I do like. I think there's better. Like it's not just another pa- poncho this time, which mm-hmm. I I did not like the first game. I'm like this is kind of lame, but there is really customization that keeps you going. And I'm close mm-hmm. to the end. I'm looking at the walkthrough and I'm like, where am I? At? Okay, um, so I'm getting close. So, but still, it's. It's challenging too. It's mm. you. You cannot sleep your way through the combat like uh, the last guy beat. I had to bring it down a notch because yeah. I just felt like uh, I, I was doing my best, and I got to the second phase. I'm like, oh crap! I don't have enough to get through this. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm man enough to say, you know what? I gave it my college try. I'll take it down a notch. I'm not at story mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. You know, I'm a padawan now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then I brought it back up though um, because some battles felt harder than others but i i love it i i think it's a great game um and it is a cool part well that's the only good thing about my son mostly p- stealing the switch for me is i can finish jet i don't feel like i'm torn i'm like eh, i can't play it anyway so let's do this great yeah so i i couldn't believe i chose to go back to jedi survivor last night i everyone went to sleep finn was down my wife was like i'm i'm heading up and i had the option to do whatever I want, whatever I want to play or watch or do. And Tears of the Kingdom was right there. And maybe I played it a little too much on Friday, like mm. a 13 year old that I played <laughs> till three in the morning. And that was a choice I made did, in my life. Did you take the day off? No, no. Okay. I just, uh, we, we both waited and, uh, and waited till Finn went to sleep. And then we sat on our separate switches. My wife got the Zel- the, the tears of the kingdom switch, by the way, the, the old, I saw oh, that. Awesome. I saw that. Um, fantastic. I guess so. It was, it was really fortunate good. that you didn't get the Pokemon. Not for you, not for you, Mark, but yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. She's super happy with it and it, it looks so nice. nice. Um, so we we both as soon as Finn went down, we both just sat there and like threw something on TV, like The Office or whatever, just as background noise, and just played the hell out of it. She tapped out at like twelve thirty, and I stayed up till three a.m. playing Tears of the Kingdom. But last, so I don't know if I kind of burnt myself out on it. But last night, yeah, I was like, what do I want to play? And it was Jedi Survivor, and I was like, what the hell? There's a new Zelda game, like. I'm going back to this. <laughs> it's crazy, but it—I it, think it talks about how it talks to how good 
Jedi Survivor is. Like it's it's mm-hmm. so so good. Um, yeah. I, again, I, I don't want to do any spoil like story spoilers or anything, but like Todd, if if uh, if you're that far in the game, you know what I'm saying with like the the mission with Marin and the uh, flying oh, kind of. That's like, amazing. That, that is amazing. I love that power up. Just yes. Like mind blowing. The the traversal yes. in this game is more satisfying to me than like the combat or, and like for me to say something's better than lightsaber combat is something. Yeah. So like the traversal in this game is so there's been sequences of like, you know, zip line, wall run, to another zip line, to a grapple, to a swing, to a wall run, to like it's just it's so good. It's like it's almost uncharted. like the team that made this made a game that had awesome traversal and they didn't get to go back to their franchise that they love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Almost. Anyway, it is it is so good. Uh Todd, you're further in. Any other extra thoughts on, on Jedi Survivor? Um I really like I I mean, with you, you both are Star Wars aficionados. I have a love dislike relationship with Star Wars. And this reminds me why I love playing Star Wars rather than reading and watching Star Wars, because I can watch Star Wars a million times, but I never feel like a Jedi. I feel like a Jedi. That's why I love Star Wars games. So I'm so glad that we're getting this game after, you know, um, not sure where Star Wars was going to go from gaming. So I'm glad we got this and I'm glad they aren't once again, Mark doing the metroid they're doing all these things to grow the franchise and gr- and grow the characters and everything they're doing is right and i don't I, I think this is the rare sequel that feels like um everything they did in the first game was all to get them to this point and i'm just worried how do they do a third because it's like how many more stances are they going to give me um i mean i could see where they could do some things that like uh, if they had like a co-op like that would be amazing. So that's, I think, how you go next. It's like, what is unique and makes people play together? So playing is with another character could be awesome. But so I, I think this game is great. And to your point, Mark, it's a shame that we have big games coming out because even after that's Diablo, then it's, you know, this and it's that, and it was Resident Evil. This is a year where I feel like so many games are going to get sidelined because, to the point, I'm too busy playing Zelda, that I think you're making the right decision. Finish out Jedi Survivor. You'll have many hours. And there's, yes, it's going to be FOMO. I'm finding these things out on Twitter of like what to do. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit, all the craziness uh, of the, the hijinks around this game. But yeah. Um, and and I so I think this game is definitely should not be overlooked. PC, I'm hoping it gets the care and love in the port. So that uh, plays better. But the console version has been great. And I love the PS5 DualSense. Uh, integration is excellent. The sounds and the speaker on the controller are always awesome. It yeah. lights up. I love the lighting up of the color on the yeah. on the DualSense. Yeah, Does I'm just waiting for Xbox. Or how's it? Uh, it, like, it uses uh, it depending on what's going on. Like if you're taking shots, it'll change color. It's cool. just cool. I just nice. wish Xbox did the same thing. I think they need to get some immersion. So I hope that's coming where the Xbox gets it as well because that's my main reason to play on playstation third-party games because of what the dual sense brings to the table because it's awesome but um yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's a that's a great shout i will say um i was like how do you, i i wasn't hesitant but i didn't find like a crazy need to get the playstation 5 that's why i never bought one but then we won one and now i have one 
and it is absolutely fantastic. Like just playing on it feels so good. It like immediately, as soon as I put my hands on the controller, it like zoomed me back to when I took home the PlayStation three that very first night. Mm. And yeah, I was playing like I had resistance and like, I was just like, I love gaming. I'm in love with gaming. And that's how I felt with the PlayStation five. We didn't even have any games for it yet. We started playing like the, it's like uh what's it called? Like the Astro, Astro game, Astro playground or something like that's that. And amazing. Like, it's an amazing game. It's like, why don't people talk about it? It's like a 3D platformer that mm-hmm. looks amazing, feels amazing. It works amazing with the controller. And it like it basically puts all of these cool little features that only PlayStation has with their controller and it, it puts it on a pedestal. And you can yeah. do all these things in that beautiful looking 3D platformer. And I was like, wow, like why did I not buy this day one? And yeah, so yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying. And yeah, I've especially when I was getting those crashes, I was like, I, I really want to just buy it on PlayStation because I'm like, do I, I don't even know if I can wait like a week, two weeks, a month, however long until they get it right on PC. Um, Rough. But yeah, now Tears of the Kingdom's out. So luckily it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's helped me to wait and be patient a little bit with that one. But yeah. Yeah, I've just got Cult of the Lamb waiting for me after <laughs> after after uh, this game. So because I know Logan will be playing it most of the time, which is fine. He's he's deserved. It. He's had a great year at school. So um, nice. and uh, yeah, so uh, Mark, I, I think you're making the right decision. You don't I depending where you're at. I, I don't know how much further you had. You're behind me, but you're probably close. Probably another uh, couple still- hours. Slight, slight story spoilers. So, uh, so just, just if you want to, do you want to, you want to earmuff yourself? Yeah. Just like, or? Yeah. It's, and it's I'll not even, I'm, I'm going to do it as vague as possible. And okay. I'm just going to say that Marin has rejoined my team and she's mm. back on the Mantis. That's where I, am. Mm. Um, you, yeah, you're, you you've got, I, I think probably I've got a bit in, to go. you're probably have two more main chapters. Okay. All right. I'm on chapter okay. five. So, okay. You're probably on chapter four. So, not too far. Good enough. But it's All well right. worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, depending on how much you go whole hog and, and do side quests and, and things like that. I've, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing a little bit of both. I, if I see something shiny in the distance, I'm kind of like, ooh, look at that. Let's see if I can get up there yet. And uh, But I, I knew there was some, some, some abilities that I, I didn't have that I, I knew would be useful. Yeah. And uh, so I've been kind of waiting and holding back that like urge to be like, oh, shiny thing and just kind of like golden pathing the story as much as I can. So a um, little mix of, of like I can get that or yeah, you know what? Like, but I, I have been like if I'm in an area, I'm thoroughly exploring that area to make sure I get all the chests. Yeah. But if there's something that I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait. If that's, you know, a little bit in the distance or it looks a little tough, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to level up my my skills first so yeah very cool I, I think well in two weeks we'll see where mark is at <laughs> if he stuck <laughs> with his plan or he de- de- we'll devolved see. from it see, yeah see and, and that's the other thing is is i have the options of these two new games but if you saw my instagram uh yesterday i think it was uh i'm, I'm back on the amber deck and i was playing uh um, Zelda on that because I was like, hey, let's stop playing Zelda and let's play Zelda. So I was I was going <laughs> link, link to the past, 
And uh, why? Because it's awesome. And this little handheld's just easy to carry around and do stuff. And I can like you know take it if Finn's dragging me off somewhere and wants me to watch him play Hot Wheels and but not play Hot Wheels because why would I you know want to interact um, <laughs> that way? Uh, yeah. Three year olds yeah. are fun. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I, I've been in a Zelda mood, whether it's the Ambernick or, or that, but uh, man, Child Survivor's taking me away as much as it can. Well, you know, it's we're, we're blessed because it's a great time to be a gamer. This year is going to be one of the best games years in gaming. It's amazing. We don't even know what's coming out past Pikmin 4. So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how crazy it is. Um, but I did want to touch on one game before we get into Tears of the Kingdom full on go crazy. Uh, and that's called, a game called Ravenlock. This just dropped on Game Pass, uh, PC or Xbox, however you subscribe. You can also buy it. Um, and this is by a developer that a game I did, I really, really enjoyed on uh, Game Pass as well. It's called Echo Generation, where they did like that clunky big pixels it was a throwback game it was turn-based rpgs it was clever it was funny and i just really loved how they embraced it it was a western studio so you don't often get western turn-based studios using really unique art style so i really enjoyed it i did get stuck like i do in most turn-based rpgs where i'm like I'm not able to power up enough. And so, but I loved what they did. So I was really excited about this new game from, it's from Coco Cucumber is the name of the developer. And this is their next big game. It's on Game Pass. And Ravenlock is a more traditional Zelda-like is the best way to put action RPG. And there's not really big RPG elements, but the art style, once again, is stunning. It's unique. And it feels like a, uh, Alice in Wonderland type of game, but your heroine, uh, she has raven locks, so like hair. So I like how they get raven lock, raven locks. And she gets sucked into an alternate world like Alice in Wonderland. There's a rabbit. And they play with those themes of Alice in Wonderland, but it has action combat. But it also has like abilities and things like that. And the writing's very fun. It's not voiced or anything, but um, and it feels like just a smaller, like a B, double A, I don't know what the best way to put it. But this is a game that I think makes Game Pass so valuable because mm-hmm. you can try it out. And yeah. when you don't have Zelda on your platform, having a game that's kind of Zelda-like, and this might be somebody's next favorite game, I think it's a, 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 a hidden gem. And I yeah. only get to play a little bit. And once again, I got pulled away. But I was really enjoying what they did. And I loved the, um, and I don't know how deep it gets with like the different combat variants and power-ups and things like that. But I loved the, um, the structure and I liked the what's there. And I think this is a studio that is definitely finding its way. And like, you see like their, their elevation, like, Oh, they're getting it. Oh, they're getting this and it's improving and they're trying different genres. So I am really excited about the studio and I don't know what they do next, but I hope they continue the relationship with Xbox because I'm hoping it's paying their bills and it's getting them uh, publicity. I think it is because I think I've seen Xbox and other people um, on the Xbox team talk about this game, which is one of the benefits of being on it. And they do publicize it. So I think they're finding a audience which is essential to their success. And I can't wait to see what they do next. And when there's a lull, I'll get back to the game. So check it out. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. Yeah, I remember seeing... uh some trailers of it uh, before it came out. And I think like what you said, that's something that attracted me to it too, was the art style. Uh, Before I even knew what it was about, I was like, whoa, this is a world that would be really cool to visually be in. 
just because mm-hmm. of like all the scenes and stuff like that. And yeah, it, like you said, the, the fact that it's on Game Pass, I think is awesome because it's one of those things that if for some crazy reason this year you have time <laughs> from all the other amazing games, it'd be definitely a one to, to fire up and, and play. It might play well on streaming. So like we know Brandon yeah. has his Logitech uh, G thing, <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> it's the streaming uh, tablet. Mm-hmm. I know he's done well with that. And I think it could work yeah. well there because uh, it's on Game Pass Ultimate. If you have that, you can stream it. And um, it does feel a lot like uh, A Link's Awakening, which was a great game on the Switch, which was like that throwback Zelda. So uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a game that can scratch your itch kind of like okami when zelda felt a bit old and okami came i'm like that's a great zelda like and i feel like this this once again is a good mm-hmm. zelda like game so 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 definitely give ravenlock a try if you're not into the the nintendo realm but you want to try a game that's like it mm-hmm. okay okay i think yeah. we've <laughs> pushed this off enough we've hinted at it so zelda tears of the kingdom tears tears uh, tears of a cake, tears of a building, tears. Uh, we're tearing up the building, the tears of the... Th- I don't know. Does anybody figure this out so far? Is it tears? Like, like Zelda's got tears. She finds tears. Is she crying? Is Link crying? Are we all crying? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's crying. Everyone. Everyone's crying. Yeah. So, so uh, we heard Mark's story of how he was a dad who... It's not that he's tired enough. He wants to be more tired by staying up late. Um, so... Um, Josiah, now you are in a multi-gamer household as well. Um, so with yourself, your son, is anybody else playing the game or is it just the two of you? Um, just the two of us are playing right now. Um, my wife likes to play, you know, like the the more like party style games. Like she likes Mario Kart and Mario Party. And, you know, she'll do some of the single player type games, but she more like enjoys like playing when everybody can play together um style so yeah it's it's just hezekiah and i right now um playing it which is yeah more than enough people (laughs) to play it with only one copy of the game um oh if we if we had two copies we do have multiple switches so we could play um by ourselves but we only have one copy of the game and i'm kind of like you i'm not going to buy another copy of the game (laughs) just so we can both play at the same time i could definitely physically or digitally huh do it physically it's, it's or digitally? Digital. Digital. Oh, so you can't even like I'm done. Here, put it in your switch and you yeah. play it. Yeah. Well, it's downloaded on both, so you just okay. pick up and yeah, have your own saves and everything like that. Um, but yeah, so I've been waiting this whole time after hearing Mark's talk about Zelda because I am a passionate Zelda fan. So let's see how do I'm trying to be as like level-headed calm about zelda (laughs) it is what it is but i have to admit like i love zelda and to hear anything semi-negative does bother me a little bit but uh so i will okay i'll let let you i love zelda too (laughs) i love zelda too for anyone just listening i'm showing off my new fully healed (laughs) zelda tattoo my if you're not listening if you're if you're not watching mark just took off his top and he's taking off his pants now i'm not sure what's going on (laughs) everyone's blinded i'm as white as the ghost of tilda swinton and uh everyone's everyone's a little blind you have to watch Um, youtube to find out where mark tattoo is all is all i'm saying (laughs) yeah it's pretty impressive and now he's only wearing a mandalorian helmet 
And I don't even, and I won't even tell you where. But he covered up his face, but he's okay <laughs> with showing his body. He's a weird man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the temptation to go get my Mando helmet right behind me is uh, strong. Uh, sorry, sorry. That's uh, okay. I, I am a is that a lightsaber you in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Generally, it's a lightsaber, but you know. Oh, okay. Uh, um, no, so. I will say I kind of feel like I have the exact exact opposite experience than you about the two games. But I think it's because me specifically like having all the crashes and stuff, because right. as you know, like both of us, you know, we're huge Star Wars fans, too. So um, there's definitely nothing negative about that game in like my passion or desire to play it and want it. Right. But I think because of that. And I had to replay the beginning sequence of that game five times. Mm. Oh, five times! Mercy! Like, like walking at. So like you liked it five times five. more after the and fifth time. You're like, this is like, this is the fifth greatest time. You know, I was just I like, you gotta be kidding me! Like going through this, and so once again, like I do, I I loved the the recap. The recap was amazing. Um, yeah. I I we had. We've been playing a uh, Fallen Order recently, Hezekiah and I, and so like we kind of are fresh off of that game once again, and so like having that recap kind of threw us back in, and then where you start was really cool. Like I, I liked the start and kind of what was going on, and you know, kind of how it puts you into the game. But once again, mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it was the crashes or having to do it multiple times, but I kind of felt like that was a little slow. Whereas mm-hmm. like to me on Tears of the Kingdom you're immediately thrown into an epic story that you're just Mm. like, what? (laughs) you know, like what the heck's happening? And then once again, I think just like we were thinking about Jedi survivor, I was, you know, like all the fans obviously are like, how are you going to have a sequel? You know, are you, is there going to be something where you lose everything? You know? um, And there obviously was, but I feel like in the sequel for tears of the kingdom, the story made sense enough, you know, whereas like sometimes it's like so silly and you're like, come on, you couldn't have thought of anything else. Whereas like this, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Like you have someone else's arm. Now, you know, like you like you it's like so crazy they, yeah. that was and a you crazy were left, story. you were left basically dead and now you have someone else's arm i i get the the yeah. the reasoning behind it i do think it's a good reason i just like i said it was kind of like a a, a slap for me of like not even like a like in a negative kind it was just like and i i didn't even realize it when i was playing i just my wife and i were talking today and she was like yeah, there's just like she was like I don't know I, I you know she for for her her hype level is not quite as high as she expected. And she thinks she's just you know tired or or whatever. But uh, I was like, oh yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same. And it's just because like I didn't lose any of my powers in in Survivor. But I totally get the reasoning, and I yeah. I you know I respect that for sure. And I think it's a and funny it's, con- contrast. yeah, and, it, and it's not even I think like the reasoning or how it's like implicated, but like I think the story was great. Like I was immediately mm-hmm. like sucked into the story. I love like the the demeanor between Link and Zelda. I love like the looks that they shared. Uh, there's there's moments in there like I gotta say I probably two moments I got goosebumps 
in like the opening sequence, I'm like, what in the heck? Like, this is the beginning of the game. I haven't even done anything. And it's funny because it's similar in the walking <laughs> at the beginning, you're yeah. like walking through yeah. the cave. It's very yeah. similar to the two games, right? At the very beginning. And then yep. you have Ganon like immediately, you know, like you're just like, whoa, this is the big bad right there in your face within the first five minutes. I was like, what the heck's happening, you know? Um, but then, yeah, I I agree, like, going back down to three hearts, zero stamina, um, zero powers. Um, it it definitely was kind of like, yeah, you're you're back to, you're just in a loincloth, <laughs> you know, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Well, and apparently your, your, your uh, Sheikah Slate's like the Wii U, uh, where that's no no longer forward compatible with the Switch. So you don't uh-huh. get, this, you know, you don't get that magnesis powers, which my son is frustrated because mm-hmm. like, oh, dad, you could do so many cool things. And people were worried about how would you fast travel this game? Because, you know, you could hit a boulder and just hit a bunch of times and just go yeah. and Apparently somebody already beat this game within an hour and like 15 minutes, which is just insane. So I want to touch on the story because, um, and I'm going to be the, the, probably the, the, the poop, the party pooper guy. I I finished breath of the wild. Mm -hmm. I had some, a lot of nits to pick with that game. Um, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed parts of it, but I still felt like there's a lot of parts. I'm like, there wasn't enough to keep me going. Um, I never Mm -hmm. felt the surprise of Zelda was like, Anytime I found something, I'm like, oh, it's more Korok seeds. I never felt like they gave you something like, this is amazing. I'm getting something awesome. No, nope, more Korok seeds, more rupees. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I, I went on three hours to get that. I'm like, yes, it's a Vista, whatever. But in this, I, I'm always taken out of this game when someone speaks for like three lines. And that's it. I no longer speak because Nintendo yep. apparently doesn't want to pay their voice actors. Yeah. I'm like... It's so inconsistent. And then when there and there's points where Link's he's staring at Zelda and Zelda's asking him a question. And he's just staring. I'm like, that no longer makes any sense. It's it takes me completely out of the game. I feel like but then it's like, oh, we're going to Link's going to talk, but you're going to we're not going to tell you what he told you. We're going to come back I'm like to me. And if we made Link talk, would anybody stop playing this game? No, they'd be, that's not bad. Now, is the voice acting and direction not great? No, it's not great. Nintendo just doesn't care. They don't care yeah. about storytelling. I know that. But if you're going to do it, there are people that are great voice actors, great directors that they could hire, especially in America, because obviously they're a Japanese company. But so is Sony. And who does great voice acting and things? Sony, a Japanese company. So I feel like at this point, there's no excuse for Nintendo not to do anymore, except they're saying, well, we've always done it that way. You did it that way in the past because you didn't have that capability. You didn't get that capability until like uh, probably until the GameCube because N62 were still cards and they couldn't do it. But that just takes me out of it. I like what they do. Um, I like where they're going with the story and it's unique. And we're trying, my son and I are trying to figure it out. Like what is actually happening? Was that really Ganon? Was it, maybe demise and so it's got great storytelling elements i just feel like to me it takes me out so it's not going to be my game of the year because it's going to going to have to be only gameplay that compels me um i i'm i just don't have that i played zelda since the first game i've been playing longer than you guys have but to me i don't think the storytelling is why you come to zelda you come for the gameplay, the mechanics and things like that. Storytelling is part of it. But um, that's where I feel like disappointed. Like they could have taken some leaps forward. They didn't have to steal Zelda away. 
they didn't have to, but they keep doing that. And so many fans are disappointed that they want Zelda to be part of the adventure, not just a yeah. cutscene. So I, I, th- I think that's where, I mean, and so I think we can all agree to disagree, but mm-hmm. that's kind of where I feel. But um, yeah, I, I think the game to me though, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like that was that slow. I felt like I got into it pretty quickly and I got some of the powers and I'm on the path of, I am getting all of the things I need to then I can explore. I still don't have my glider. And I think that's the last oh. thing I'm lacking. So I need yeah. to find that. Yeah. And, and I think like this game was even quicker than breath of the wild, as far as like getting those initial like abilities, mm. which I thought was pretty nice to have those really quickly before even you have a glider, which is kind of crazy. But I did want to kind of touch on what you said about like being in or, or out of a game. And I think that's super important for gamers, right? You you want to feel invested in whatever you're playing, and that's what makes a game great. And, like, I, I don't know why, but I think for me, like, the player that you're playing, either A, not speaking, or B, you being able to dictate what is said, I'm more invested into it. So, like, that's kind of, like, why I like Destiny, too, because Destiny as well <laughs> i like destiny yeah. 2 as well but um yeah it's the same thing and a lot of people were upset like why doesn't he talk like your character you play mm-hmm. doesn't talk and i was like well it's because it's you like you are that right. person he can't talk for you because you are that person and that's why mm-hmm. i was like invested in like games like that or like the you know the games that are uh, you know almost choose your own adventure style it's also mm-hmm. like to some of the different um you know, open world games like the Star Wars games where you you create a character, you get to decide your path, you get to decide what you want to do. And so there's not a lot of dialogue, but I kind of feel like that's good because if there starts to be too much dialogue, you'd be like, oh, well, I would never say that, you know, so then it almost kind of takes you out. Whereas like on you think of like Jedi Survivor, it's Cal Kestis. You're mm-hmm. playing Cal Kestis. You're not playing yourself. You, well, you know. I never feel like Link. I'm playing myself. I because if if I was playing Link, I should never die because I'm great. In, if I'm playing, <laughs> right? I'm like Link should not fall down a cliff because he was a moron. I uh, I I do feel like every time I have to hear Link go, that drives me nuts. I'm like, that's what Link. I have to hear Link do versus having a conversation with this woman. Come on, come on. No, but I totally get it. It's just for me. It feels yeah. like. They've always said, oh, Link is the Link to the character. I'm like, but so is Mario. And he says stupid stuff and it's fun. But, you know, I, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. He doesn't I, say I, much, but yeah. No, he doesn't. doesn't. But that, that is an interesting point that I will pause and say that uh, uh, Numa has uh, said he's, I have to say I am interested for sure, was his reply when uh, when asked if he was excited about the prospect of a Zelda movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said it's uh, the quote, but it's not just – me being interested in something that makes things happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's kind of saying yeah. maybe the voice of the fans is what's important here, implying that, you know, hey, let's uh, let's start uh, like a public campaign. Like Zelda yeah. or uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers crossed what, 1.2 billion, comes out digitally tomorrow for anyone that hasn't seen it in theaters and just wants that home experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to buy. I'm buying it like first thing tomorrow and Finn and I are going to watch Did it. Did you see the collector's edition, Mark, that you can buy? The heads no. a star. There's a oh, really? collector's edition, a Blu-ray, edition. and also comes with a digital code. Though. So, oh, nice. Interesting. It's a star. That but yeah, that's not coming out for a couple of weeks, though, right? No, it's. I, oh, I don't really know. 
I, I would I hold off and just get that, man. Or yeah, if you want the physical, I guess you could wait and get it. Yeah, I haven't bought a physical movie in ages, so I'll probably just. Well, it's just a collector star. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, getting back to this, so sorry derailing, but so we kind of touched on the story. So, mm-hmm. in the actual like game where this is a the first real sequel to a Zelda game, um, where you're in the same world, um, I think we finally made people happy that. You're not just in one the same place. You were in. Yeah. Uh, I've only gone to two places: the like the sky, and then Hyrule. I've not gone to the second place, and my son's already spoiled me and told me everything about it. So I am not getting escaping the spoilers because I have one in my house. But there's a third place you go that adds even more places to go. So I'm not going to say any more of that. What do you think of that? Do you feel like that was a good response of why did this game take so long? Um, if it's going to be a sequel. Yeah. For, for me, um, I, I understand why this game took so long right away. And as, as much as I said, like, you know, I, I compare some things to Jedi survivor. I also played this game till three in the morning, Friday and played more Saturday and played more Sunday. Uh, I have not like put this game down really. I, I did make a decision to go back to Jedi survivor, but the reason I brought that up first was because that was surprising to me because I really didn't think I was going to play another thing until I put 200 hours into this game. So it was surprising that I went back to anything at all. Um, and I, I get it. Like I, the sky is amazing. Hyrule has changed enough. We see an evolution and them rebuilding and that kind of stuff. And, and going, like you said, to different levels or different places. Um, I, yeah, I get it. I get why it took a little while and I get why, um, you know, and, and not just that, but I think so again, the physics stuff, the ability to break things, the new abilities that, uh, as, as Josiah said, like we, we got pretty quickly, you know, I'm, I'm still only at, I think four or five hearts at this point, no real new stamina or whatever, but like, I'm getting there, you know. I found a few uh, Korok seeds. I've cashed those in, so like I can carry some more weapons and stuff. And like, I feel like I'm progressing in a good way. Um, I feel like the story has hooked me completely. And to your point, yeah, I kind of wished again, like Cal and Marin, like maybe there'd be a little bit of more Zelda Link team up in this one. Mm-hmm. I get why she's taken out, and it's an interesting way to take her out. Not that she's so far where I am, not that she's necessarily kidnapped, but like there's something going on there. And it's like that mystery. I'm like, Oh shoot. What, what is going on here? Like mm-hmm. there's some intriguing bits and seriously, the voice acting I've thought so far it's been pretty good. I get the link thing. I it is what it is. Um, but like everyone else that it's been all right. And like, I am captivated into the story and I, I like, for 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 that kind of mystery of like where's this going to go how's it going to end like i want to see it all and it's like breath of the wild for me wasn't quite that breath of the wild for me was more about that story of exploring my own personal story of like i'm gonna you know text my friend and be like dude i went up this hill what way did you go and it was that Mm -hmm. story that like you know share with your friends of just my exploration. It wasn't the actual story in the game. This one for me feels a little bit more like I want the story in the game. I want to find out what's going on. 
I want I want that next bit. So yeah, I it's it's varied, and you know more traditional dungeons are apparently a thing. There's more uh, you know chasms to explore. There's more stuff in the sky to explore, and then there's also the the traditional I'll say traditional like Breath of the Wild style temples or, or whatever they're called the shrines. Uh, yeah, shrines. Um, man, yeah, I'm super impressed. Again, it feels like I said with Jedi Survivor, like this kind of feels like they took everything from Breath of the Wild and just amped it right up. And it might, uh, you know, some little gripes about, again, going back to three hearts, but like, eh, it's, I'm fixing it pretty quickly. Uh, I'm not that far into the game, but it's, uh, you know, it's coming along. But um, the rest of it, holy crap, did they ever just, to me, improve every aspect so far. And the new powers are very intriguing. Yeah, and yeah. that so that gets me to the point where it's like I'm only at four hearts. I'm limited inventory. I'm I'm learning back to the things because Koroks will get you more um, inventory slots. The yeah. the shrines, which are a little bit different, um, but once again, still you have to get the powers of light or whatever correct. Collect those, and you can turn those in in more places to get your um, uh, stamina. Uh, which are tied to your hearts, which is good because then you're figuring out what you need to do. Um, so get gets us to, and my son already said, oh yeah, I went to the castle and I went there right away. You can still go directly to the castle. You can still do all those things. There's nothing holding you back. Um, and if you have a save left over from Breath of the Wild, you can get your horse back. And you can use oh, your amiibos to get different outfits and different things like that too the one that's the uh interesting one is the um a link to the past or no uh link's awakening have you seen that one so weird but it's unique the giant, that's all i'll say the giant yes head, yeah, uh, yeah amazing yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went full and on. you you unlock um so i've been scanning in my amiibos as well and the new amiibos on the way should be arriving wednesday or thursday nice um but it, uh, glider stuff, and I haven't been able to. Oh, that's to right. They have the, uh, the, ma- the 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 mask, uh, Majora's mask, right? Um, version of the they, glider, they right? Bunch, bunch of different materials, yeah. uh, mm. for it that are that are based on different characters or games or whatever. Um, still don't know how to change that. I had just, I have the glider. I just have my standard. I'm guessing it's a shop or a, a setting that I haven't looked at yet. Sure. But um, and then outfits, yeah, you can get a ton of stuff. I have the. And it's a random unlock, which is, uh, you know, is what it is. But I, I got the fierce deity, uh, link from, from Majora's mask, which is just, uh, an amazing, uh, face mask thing to wear. So that's, it's, it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting as we go through this game and where it's headed and how long this is going to last the last breath of the wild, they actually announced DLC at launch. They haven't done that yet with this game. I don't know if they need to, because this game seems pretty full. People have played 100 hours and said, I still am finding things like the last game. So maybe it's not needed. Um, But it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. And this takes us down the rabbit hole of, um, you know, how do you approach a game like this after coming off a game like Breath of the Wild? Are you going to go? Even the creator said, Anuma said, don't go with a main path because there's adventures to find. I would say my lens would be get the key things you need so you aren't restricted on what you can do once you yeah. get all of your powers so mainline it if you need a guide or whatever you know obviously we can help you with that or whatever but um i think the only thing i'm lacking lacking is my um 
uh, my glider. But um, how do you guys like the powers? Because the powers are through shrines and you get those and you do your thing. So we've got the um, the ascend. Um, if I'm getting these wrong, you can correct me. We can get the um, the uh, ultra hand, which is building things. The fuse, which is making crazy weapons. Uh, you then get um, the uh, reverse time yeah. uh, ability. And then you also have your slate, which allows you to then put pins in the map and things like that. Right. Am I missing anything? That's yeah. That's the beginning. Not off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with that, uh, do you have a favorite ability? Oh man, I I think like uh, favorite ability, like fun to use, is fuse, because that is definitely like I mean, like for I think for sure, a lot of my enjoyment now in video games comes through watching my son get excited. And like I said before, he loves building. So to add that into Zelda, which is, you know, Breath of the Wild was one of our favorite games of all time playing together, you know, it's like incredible because now he's getting something, you know, uh, a, a style of gaming that he really, really enjoys and then putting it into the Zelda universe. So, yeah, I think that is probably like the funnest. Now, on the other hand, I think what's the most useful so far, like I think Ascend is absolutely incredible. I mean, it kind of just it changes everything <laughs> you know, in the yep. game, like, you know, just being able to just go whoop. Yeah, OK, now you're up here, you know, like that's and I, I like also like um, when you first get it and you're going down to the the surface and uh, the only way to get to where you jump off is you have to use the Ascend. So it's like having you use ascend, right? Like you're like, oh, I can't go anywhere. I can't jump. Oh, I have to go up, you know, and you just, you know, like things like that. It it makes, you know, traversing more unique, you know, like, okay, hmm, how should I go here? Oh, I can, you know, create this flying machine and fly over there. I can go into the cave and ascend to the top of the cave. You know, it's like, you know, like it makes things more unique. Oh, I can make this crazy wagon and, you know, just you know, Mad Max across Hyrule to get to wherever you're going to go, you know, yeah, shooting just, like goblins, you know, as you yeah. go, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's really unique. And I think the one thing I was worried about with, with a sequel, like when I think of most sequels is either a, is it going to feel horrible, you know, to go back like destiny did a similar thing when they came out with destiny two, they basically just like, made everybody almost zero, if you want to call it that. And you had to start grinding back up again. Um, and you're like, how do I like, that doesn't make sense to lose something that I already had, you know? And they try to be like, oh, you also lose all your weapons because there is an explosion and everything right. blew up. And so now you have nothing again, you know? So it's like, you know, those things are obviously bad. But on the other hand, the other thing is, if you're allowed to keep what you have, there's the issue of power creep too. You know, because then it's, you know, everything has to continually progressively be, you know, crazier, right? Like as you go. And I think you kind of touched on that, Todd, when you were saying like, what would Jedi Survivor do for a third one? Like, can you keep everything by the end of Survivor? Are you going to have all those abilities? Like, it's like, what do you have next? You know, you're going to get three. You're going to get a third hand with an extra weapon. Like you're going to get 18 lightsabers. And and I'll point to that. My son was fighting a Lionel in 
the new area. Okay. And he was so fr- he's he's an excellent uh, I mean, he was doing everything right, like doing all the different moves and blocking. He's like, Dad, I'm going to run out of weapons before I can beat this thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, being overpowered, he's like, Dad, and I got all these power. I'm like, being overpowered is going not is well, it's still not going to be easy when you've got these Lionels that just like when I see all these hits, I'm like, that is like a three million hit Lionel and he <laughs> is going to run out of weapons. So what's he going to do? And it's like there's nothing else to get. So he's like, he's got to come back. So this becomes a. I can't get you now. I'll get you later. I'll have my long pokey stick times three <laughs> with a boulder with yep. 85 feet attached and I'll hit you and I'll, I'll take you out in one hit. Mm-hmm. It'll be poking you from three miles away because it'll be the longest stick. Yep. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting the approach, like being overpowered. I don't know if that's going to be a thing in this game. Mm-hmm. I know some people said that once they got a big weapon, but I mean, now you can fuse that fixes durability for a lot of people, which I haven't found like my weapons are that inconsequential. Now, making sure you've got enough slots and enough things applied. So if you run out of weapons and all you've got left is a stick and an apple, that might be a problem. And then in the middle of combat, mm-hmm. you fuse those two that's a big problem. I think a lot of people are talking about that UI to fuse, unless you prepare for a battle in advance to fuse in combat, it's not going to be easy because you have to take a weapon. You have to get your weapon out, take the thing you want to fuse it to put that on the ground, on then the ground, fuse, yeah. do the thing. So you really have to like, and that's a lot like the old Witcher games where you had to prepare in advance, build mm-hmm. up your arsenal if you're going to go into weapons. So it does yeah. have a lot of strategy to approach a battle. So, um, um, <laughs> it made me think of what you're talking about, like um, the ascent. So the ascent's a cool ability, unless you can't don't have a glider, and then you're diving into the ground. Not a good plan. I've yeah. done that multiple times. Uh, so, like I said, have your abilities before you do that. But the ones that I thought were funny, and I saw some cool, and this is the whole uh, the social media aspect of this game. You mm-hmm. cannot, you cannot mute this game. it's 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 you you'll have no friends it'll be you (laughs) and like the person with one follower that's the only people that you'll be able to see on social media if you mute these things (laughs) one follower (laughs) exactly and i saw the coolest thing today my problem was you get the wing and you want to launch it and you get like the jets on it and like how am i going to do that he's like oh you just do the rewind you basically lift it up and then you bring it back down you climb on it you do the rewind and you have it launch when it's in the air. I'm like, <laughs> I am dumb. This game is going to make me feel so dumb. Mm-hmm. And that's the brilliance of it, right? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I, I think, yeah, I we continue to do the same thing, like overthinking things because of mm-hmm. the, the abilities that you have. I end up like being like, oh, maybe we got to do it. I'm like, oh, like just use the ability the way that they, they set it up to use. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's. It's definitely interesting, I think, with the the fusing aspect to it. I I'll have to mess with it more, but I think, and you maybe you guys know this, but I think when uh, you're fusing stuff to like your arrows, you can. That's awesome. That you that's can do the. On the fly. I wish weapons were like that. You pull like yeah. you have your weapon, you pull across. I'm fusing that. I uh-huh. wish they did that. So I, I like really that cool. aspect, and then the other thing that I noticed too which I'm still really early on in really early on of like, you know, almost 20 hours, but really early on in the game. 20 and, hours. Yeah. And uh, can I check yeah. my, can I check my time on my switch right now? 
but, um, but yeah, so uh, I think the other thing that was interesting, and I think it told you really quick on, but like it starts telling you that you get like uh, crit, like extra crit points, right? Mm. Um, so like it's like if you hit this in the eye, it does an extra crit damage. And then it said yeah. uh, later, if if the whenever your weapon breaks, that hit will be extra damage as well. Mm. You know, so like, yeah. I like that they added in like kind of extra stuff like that. So it's almost like, you know, in a way you're like, oh man, you know, I'm about to run out of stuff. Whereas on Breath of the Wild, what do you do? You're like, oh, my thing's about to break. I'm going to switch maybe because I'm in the middle of the battle. Yeah. Whereas like this yeah. one, you play it to the point where you're like, okay, I can, it's almost going to break. I can hit, get this final hit in with extra damage. Yeah you know, type thing. And yeah, yeah, I I thought that was kind of interesting too. And I've been playing to that strategy of, okay, my weapon's about to break. I'm going to do my power up charge and do the big swing, or I'm going to huck this at your face and get my next weapon ready. And it's like, cause that like a throw with that eye hit and the last bit of damage, like you're going to do knockback if you don't kill them. Mm -hmm. And it gives you that time of like, okay, they're, like rolling down a hill or whatever. Like I just really, really socked him mm-hmm. and I have time to bring out my next weapon and, and go for it. So like that, yeah. that strategy and, and planning kind of like, like you said, Todd is, is like to me, super interesting. Yeah. And you, you like, I'm, I'm seeing that like very, very early on of like my brain starting to be like, okay, okay, ready. I'm, I'm ready to like get my critical hit with this, this uh, snap. Um, Todd, your, your original question there of what power up I like the best. I do love ascend. It's, it's an interesting mechanic and it, it almost feels broken of like, (laughs) like that you could just do so much. And I almost forget to use it sometimes because Mm -hmm. it's like, wait a second, I can just warp back up to the ground. This is amazing. Um, and as much as I love that, I do have to say, I love just like putting things together Mm -hmm. and like the first time I built a random like car, like you said, you can't even steer the stupid thing, but I like like, mangled it together. I put a couple of fans on the back of it. And I was just like, there's some bokoblins over there and I'm just going to do the hazard my way into this. Yep. And I like, I just set it on its path and I got my arrow out and I had like attached a bomb to the arrow and I shot their little tree house. I was like, come at me, bro. And I attached another fire thing to my arrow and I shot that one. I like jumped it. Like it was just, it's such a ridiculous game mm-hmm. already. Yeah. That I'm like, what can I attach to the other thing? The, the one, one of the reasons I picked Kuko army is because I was slightly upset that you can't attach living things to a weapon oh. or a shield. <laughs> That'd be Sorry, Mark. I wanted to go find it. Your chicken. animal experimentation, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to attach a chicken to my shield. So when mm-hmm. something oh, hit no. me, the chicken army hit them. Uh, that's not could you, you could throw your shield maybe and then they would hit the coco and that would call the chaos right i feel like they're still gonna come at me though i uh, often they come at the they know your intent they can uh, feel yeah. your intent i think the chicken's like okay cool i'm attached to a shield i feel safe and i this, saw what you did things hit me with a spear i'm attack that guy instead mm-hmm. of flink i, I like that but you know, these guys are just you know you can't do that so um whatever, like Nintendo PETA, like can't attach a chicken to a shield, whatever, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, d- right away, the abilities just feel 
so delightfully broken in (laughs) the best possible way. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, can this stupid idea, like, like attaching again, attaching fans to a glider and then using that reverse time. I figured that out on my, on my own. I was like, Hey, wonder if this will work. And it did. And I was just like, I can't believe that just worked. I am a genius. No one else has done this. Mm-hmm. Praise me. Why was it even that? It was like, what else can I attach to what? Exactly. Like, can I just, yeah. what, what can I do? And uh, it is fun. like the, before you get your paraglider, I did have one. I thought I was going to dive into a lake and I dove down so Ooh. fast. And you hit I the missed bottom. the lake by a foot and a oh. half. Mm. Uh, no, I just, I hit the shoreline and it was just like one of those, just uh, like, like Bruce Banner hitting the, the, the rainbow bridge and Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Oh, yeah. You think he's going to come down as the Hulk and he just like, like, it's oh, like the diver hits the diving board. It's like that did not go back. as I thought. Oh no. God, that was rough. And yeah. like, instantly dead link, just like, you know, mm-hmm. should have just been snapped in half. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, all right, yep. Diving just doesn't automatically suck you into the water. Like nope. that's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's rough. No, you want it to be the land of ten thousand lakes, like Minnesota. You really yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Not the land of like a couple of ponds, and they're very, they're very shallow. Um, I was gonna say, did you see the video? This is really cool, and we'll probably transition as well. Somebody used the recall. They got, they built a like a uh, they fused something, but they used the recall. They moved it around. And they had a high knot coming after them. They used the recall and they had this thing moving around and then they let it go. And it was attacking <laughs> the high knock and killed the high knock. And it was just, moving it was so brilliant. I'm like, this is like a sniper and it's just going after it. It's like almost like a magic spell. And it was absolutely hilarious. So it's like, you talk about how people would use like the old ability, like magnesis and things hit it and then it would hit them. Yeah. And people are finding ways to use this offensively. Uh, like they did the old game. So I, I love the fact that they're saying, you know what? You probably wouldn't know how to use those things if you brought those old mechanics in the new game. Nope, where everybody's starting off from scratch. And I kind of like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to learn this stuff from scratch, which is nice because a new set of creators, a new set of people will come and say, hey, old timers, you were great back then. We're, we're, we're hardcore, like your son, my son, mm-hmm. the builders. I'm not a builder. I built a three-wheel cart. It worked, <laughs> nice. but it was the most <laughs> jank thing I could build. And because I don't have a steering wheel, no ability to move it, and it's just pointless. I'm like, where's my horse? I'm just love that everyone in the world wants to be a badass, and Todd makes his link Mr. Bean. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Like, I'm big shirtless Rod. I have no shirt. I want a shirt. Where do I buy a shirt? I finally bought a shirt. I'm shirtless half the game. Going up that, like, the winter part where you're going to get warm. Yeah. That was my odyssey. <laughs> I would have just quit the game at that point. I'm like, I got, I got my stuff. They did the yeah. last game though too. I remember that. It was just like, just get there, just, just get yep. there, get some, get some clothes. So, mm-hmm. um, this game is a lot of fun. I have my disc to pick. One of my biggest pick, yeah. pick. It's still a little clunky in the UI, getting everything done. I want to just completely change all of my controls. They like went halfway, and they're like, oh, you can jump. Yeah. That's like, I never want my 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 um my crouch on my l i mean how many times are you like running and you actually hit it play and you crouch and you're like oh, i stopped i had the same yeah. problem with breath of the wild 
let me just remap my controls. I know. Nothing wrong. It's not taking away the mystery. Just let me do it. Because I try. You can do it um, universally on the Switch. But when you do it, it doesn't work as you would expect for everything. Like in menus, when you want to drop a weapon, it's just so dumb. And my son said, Dad, you got to change it back. (laughs) So, yeah. When you, swear, yeah. when you share a Switch, it doesn't work. So I really hope they continue to patch this game, let mm-hmm. people, people play how they want to play, not taking away their mechanics, but just the UI. Um, like we said, fusing is a little bit clunky. There's certain things that are a little clunky that I hope they fix and make it easier for people because I think everything else is genius. And uh, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, I know. Like we're going to talk about this a little more in the next sub- the the next subject, but just in general, like with this game too, it, it does kind of make you wonder where the future is going based on what they have here, what they put out here, what they put out now. If this game came out last year, it'd make to me a little bit more sense versus coming out right now, um, and where they are in in the platform wars, if you want to call it that. So I, th- I think it is really interesting and I hope um, if they do have DLC, maybe they will um, address some of the little issues that have already been kind of creeping up. And then I think the other thing too is I'm curious to see since I'm so early on in it, how they address like the set bonuses too. Cause going back to like what you were saying about preparation, we would always do that kind of based on what we are going to be doing. We're like, all right, you know, we're going to be here. So we're going to have this because it has this, you know, resistance or it does. If we have this, then it's going to give us X amount of attack or whatever it might be, you know, like, and so I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to play this along with the different areas. And I really hope they do it in a way that it's like, you want this armor, not only because it helps you survive, but it gives you a real bonus. Like, all right, now, now I'm legit. You know, I got this full set, you know, now I'm going to go wreck some, you know, whatever, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. I I will say that that's a thing where like you want to balance like cosmetics and Mm -hmm. capabilities. I think the last Harry Potter game, Mark, your wife probably could tell you about all of this fun stuff, but you had the ability to keep an aesthetic or apply an aesthetic on an armor set you loved. Like I want to look like this, but I don't want to lose my cool, like plus 24. And I've, and destiny does that a lot where destiny will say, you want to keep a specific thing, but you want to look cool. Yeah. I don't want to look like a doofus and be a badass. I want to balance out my coolness because I know I don't look cool in real life, but I want to look cool as link. I don't want to be look like the destiny guy that has like, (laughs) like, I look like I'm a doofus. Like I just found this at a thrift store and I got lucky, but it doesn't match. Yeah. And like, I'm the same way. Hezekiah is not, he makes the weirdest things. (laughs) Like, why are you wearing this? You know, like he has like three different random stuff. (laughs) He looks the, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know? And he just thinks it's funny. You know, striped solids, polka dot. Yeah. It all looks good. He he paints everything. It's all different colored. And I'm just like, (laughs) You're, you spent rubies on this? Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, 
Wow, we'll have much more to talk about this game because <laughs> yeah. we'll see where Mark goes. I, I will be curious mm-hmm. to see where Mark goes, his journey, and uh, I know where I'll be because I will rarely get... I mean, I've got a switch in my hand right now, and by the way, oh, I'm going to do this again. These Binbok controllers, my son loves them. I love them. They are phenomenal. I would not play the Switch manual. Like, like these are wonderful. They have so many cool ergonomic ways. They don't sell them anymore. I'm not going to, like, you can buy them elsewhere in different formats, but that's how I would play. Um, but uh, that's how my son plays, too. So he's oh, that's lucky too bad boy. they don't sell them anymore. Uh, my, yeah, I'm not sure why. Yeah, my joy. So um, we bought the original Switch when it came out. And then we bought a second pair of, then we got the black one. Then we got a second pair of red and blue Joy-Cons. The blue one from way back then um, finally went out. The lights went out like a few months ago, but it still worked. And now it's just finally like, doesn't even work. It doesn't work when it's in, doesn't charge, you know? And uh, so I was like, I'm at the point where I wanted to buy new ones. And uh, anyways, so I was thinking about doing something like what you just showed though instead of the joy cons doing something that's like you know the the hoary ones or whatever yeah. where it like say the hoary hoary switch pl- pad pro looks i, I yeah, something like th- that they're not i have those they don't have rumble they don't have a lot of the capabilities these have everything but nfc they they, they rumble they motion control everything like especially play splatoon that's where hoary won't work because there's no motion what maybe there's i don't know it's weird with switch but um the only thing this doesn't do is nfc and they do have other versions that are like this which are available and they're like only like 40 bucks versus yeah. 80 bucks for new set of joy guns so if you mm-hmm. can do it you can hold off i, I would highly recommend something like that because even ergonomically my wrists aren't hurting it feels like a pro controller and that was my joke and we'll get into that in the segment but um yeah. Yeah, I, I hope everybody's having a good time. And and I have an OLED. I traded my original for an OLED. And, uh, we did too. I, and Mark's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great system. It's a great update. Um, so there we go. So uh, moving on to the bonus round. So Mark, uh, what did you deem this bonus round? WTF Nintendo. Uh, bringing back the, the spirit of if we ran Nintendo, kind of, I guess, for this or something. There's... But like, okay, we're talking about literally one of the best games ever made, potentially, depending on who you are or what review you're reading. But like, reviews across the board are pretty freaking positive for Tears of the Kingdom. And like we've alluded to a couple of times, there's really not much left for this year. We, we know, not that we know of anyway, but we know that Pikmin 4 is on the horizon. It looks fun. It looks great. I'll probably pick that up with my, my second voucher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I used the first part for tears of the kingdom. I only Same. bought one voucher. Cause like what Me else am I going to buy? Mm-hmm. What, what else is there? Announce some new, new stuff. Um, and we've also heard that. So Nintendo had their, uh, their, you know, shareholders meeting or whatever. They announced, a couple of things. One that uh, the sales have been dropping on the Switch. Uh, now they have kind of come back and said that sales at this time in a life cycle are still impressive, and they're in unprecedented territory because there's still demand for the current model, which also means we're not seeing a price drop. So no price drop, no new model on the horizon. 
this seems like a, a kind of swan song for the switch tears of the kingdom. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask what your thoughts are on the current state of Nintendo. Uh, the fact that we will definitely, they have come out and straight up said, and it's been corroborated by, I think Bloomberg had like the big one, like we're not seeing a new console, at least in this fiscal year, which means the earliest they're going to launch a new console is like April of 2024. Mm-hmm. And that they pulled like a, ha we said not in this fiscal year, but here's day one of next fiscal year. And here's well, which Mark, they said it's not in their numbers. That's the only not thing. In their mm-hmm. right. So meaning they're not, because if they put something huge in their numbers, that would yeah. tip off everybody. It's like, Oh, yeah. we're launching something. Cause why yeah. would you put all that number? What's big? Is it a big game or new hardware? So as of right now, they're saying this was at their year end. Um, and they do a fiscal year. Like my company does fiscal year. It's a uh, May to June uh, or whatever. So, um, and, and it's funny cause uh, switch is the first system that has ever sold over a billion pieces of software. Uh, the DS has sold more hardware units, but they only got to 948. So that's impressive. The Wii only got to 921 million units of software. So it's impressive. Um, and they are going to sell more consoles because of Zelda, but they're not going to sell more than they did when it was the... Um, when it was uh, COVID going on, things like that. It's the progression. They said they've never sold this many systems in the life cycle of a plant. And that's totally true because they peaked and then it was just Mm -hmm. a death knell until something else came out. So it's impressive numbers for sure. But they, and I think we talked about this, they launched all of their major titles, Mario Kart, Smash, Pikmin, Pokemon, uh, what else? Two Splatoons, uh, a big Mario 3D game. Um, so the question becomes, as a company, do you put another big bangers out on hardware? You can only sell so many more hardware units because right. there's already some out in the wild. Or do you hold those to make sure you have a steady stream of hard, uh, software like the Switch did? The Switch was an impressive, impressive launch because not only launched with a Zelda, which I don't remember the last Nintendo hardware that sold with such a strong title, but then it was Mario Kart like three months later. Then Splatoon. I mean, they had a fantastic first year. And they've every year they've had, I mean, Xbox would love to have the first party launches every year that Nintendo has had. Xbox sometimes struggles to have one big first party, but Nintendo typically has three to four to five to six to seven to eight a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So th- there's right now. As it stands, like right now today, there's not a ton to complain about as a Switch owner. But looking into the future, I kind of want to pose a couple of questions. One, when do you realistically think we'll be getting a new console? Is it like April and they'll pull the aha kind of thing? Or is it even like, are they going to try to push this further down? And two, what do you think that console is going to look like? Uh, the reason I ask that, and we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but I'll fill everyone listening in. Uh, my thinking, if I ran Nintendo, I would have the Switch 2 or Switch Pro or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's got to be specced out by now. Yeah. You have to, if it was a simple upgrade of the Switch, and that's kind of what we've all been thinking for years, is this is 
they're going to 3ds this they're not going to you know keep doing weird gimmicks yeah. it's just going to be like the ds to the dsi to the 3ds to the 3ds xl to the new 3ds like it was you know what i mean like they they kept iterating the hardware making it a bit faster and and this and that here and there but like they didn't really change the form factor even from the original ds to the the new 3ds like the, that form factor was kind of there and i i kind of thought switch would be the same right like i thought this was going to be like 20 years of this same kind of like general hybrid design of like a tablet that you could dock and just kind of keep upgrading the internals is that the case? Like, do you guys think that's the case? They've said we want to surprise and delight with uh, a ne- the next console, but that's really all they've said. Is Nintendo going to do something wacky? Oh, Are God, I hope not. Are we going to get some weird gimmick? Are we going to get – like, what What do you guys realistically think with, with them seemingly – like, it seems like if hardware sales are down – this holiday would be a great time to launch something new. If they're not like what that's worrisome to me as someone who wants, just wants a switch to just give me more of this amazing yeah. tablet that I've had. Give me more of that, please. I will pay money and you take my money and just make <laughs> me happy with the thing. And like, it seems to me, it's like, Oh shit. Nintendo's going to Wii you this. And cause they've got a Wii on their hands right now. That sounded weird. <laughs> yeah but you know what okay so yeah. nintendo's like they've got this big success like the wii was and then they did a weird thing with the wii u and the switch is their next like that's their big success are they gonna do the like are they gonna let it wii u itself yeah i i see what you're saying but i i will kind of say they actually did do a Wii U, a Wii to a Wii U with the OLED, you know, like in oh, a way, okay. right. you know what I'm saying? Like they already, they changed it and they did something a little bit better. They didn't go mm-hmm. crazy because when they went crazy last time from the Wii to the Wii U, it failed. So I think they, mm. that's why it was so subdued. And okay. I'm super happy with going from the the Switch to the Switch OLED. May, was it everything i've ever dreamed of no but i think it was a good like 0.5 switch 0.5 right like i think it it was good enough for what they did at the time another thing since you guys were talking about breath of the wild is breath of the wild also came out on the wii u so that's something i was thinking about from the very beginning when people were talking about tears of the kingdom i was like okay is a new console coming then is it going to be like Last Zelda, where it launches on the Switch, but the best place to play it on is the new console that they're going to tell mm-hmm. you about later? It makes sense, like you were saying, based on a business perspective, to not tell people about your new console as long as possible because you don't want to stifle sales. Now you also have the game that just relaunched, that just launched the special edition, right? That just launched. The new controller that just launched, like some of these things, you definitely want as much sales as possible. You know, it's Nintendo; they're going to milk it. But I, I, it really changes things if the next console is different enough that you can't use Switch like cartridges. If you can't, if if it's not backwards compatible, the next one, 
then that's where I feel like it's going to, oh, that's, that's going to change everything. If it's a completely yeah. new console that, that, you know, there's no backwards compatibility and they tried something really crazy out there. And that's what kind of worries me versus what you're saying. You are saying the other option is where you get a switch on steroids and you get the same style, but an even better screen, better battery life. Um, you can play, you know, even like, and I'm not even asking for a lot. So like, once again, if, if, if it was, if it's me and someone says like, what's the bare minimum for you to be super hype, I'd be like, just bump the numbers up a little bit. Give me a little bit more battery life in handheld mode. Give me 1080 you know, at a limit, maybe How about a little, like, 60 frames per second yeah, tiers of the frames per second, you know, and then like, say like docked, yeah. could you imagine docked at 1440? You know what I mean? SSD, Just like, like, instant load times. Yeah. And it's not, it's not even that, like, I'm not asking for a lot here. I mean, you have no, a PlayStation no. five literally right here. you got an Xbox sitting right here. You know, like it's not a lot to ask. You, you have some mm-hmm. of these new ones, like, um, maybe the um, the Logitech one isn't so good of a comparison, but like the mm. the Steam Deck or the new one from uh, Asus, right? The Rogue like, Ally, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rogue Ally. You know, like you, yeah, it's a fat boy, <laughs> right? So I mean, that's something to think about. But it also plays Game Pass. It also plays all it, it, the the library yeah. of that system is bigger than any other system in the world because it plays Steam. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like some of those things I know Nintendo has to be thinking about. They are also Nintendo and they're going to do whatever they want, but they have to have people sitting in the room thinking like, hey, we made something so amazing. People are copying us. <laughs> right. So like right. now what are we going to offer next that is going to be industry changing where some of the other people are saying, oh, Nintendo did that, and look how great they're doing. We need to maybe try to implement something similar, right? So I I don't know. It's really hard to say, but I really feel like next year is going to be the launch and the ultimate sales and success of Tears of the Kingdom, I feel like is also going to be intertwined with if it's available on the new console. Because just Mm -hmm. like this one, they have the sales of the Wii U, on Breath of the Wild and on the Switch, you know? So like when you look at the numbers, you're like, whoa, that is a lot. Well, there is also two consoles that had it. And like you were saying, it was basically, if you want to call it a launch title, right? Because it was available at launch, although it was on the previous generation as well. So, you know, since it's such a huge Epic game, that mm-hmm. that does play something. Now, the other thing is, I think Nintendo might be showing their cards a little bit with a $70 tears of the kingdom game. I'm mm. throwing out a $70 game, maybe telling us that the next, co- that's what you need to be expecting with at least the next console. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, is Pikmin, is Pikmin going to be 70? I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't, Metroid, I don't. Metroid primary master was 40. So yes. they said they were not going to be, that was not going to be, it would depend on the software, which I yeah. appreciate that. I do um, like that. That was something that yeah. intrigued me as, like coming from like Nintendo themselves. I would love that if more like if Xbox or PlayStation did a little bit more similar. Now I know there's like Miles Morales, but I mean that's kind of like 
I mean, whatever you want to call it, but well, Skyward I mean, Sword, they page, they, they, they charge 60. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, when I, when people look at Metroid prime remaster, people are like, that looks like a remake. And yeah. Skyward Sword still looked like a Wii game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little true, bit yeah. of high HD textures. Yeah. So right. it was so, a mis- yeah. interesting mix. So yeah. here's a question and not to cut you off, but I mean, when you talk about Nintendo always saying they want to delight their customers, always doing something different doesn't always result in delighting their customers. The yeah, Wii U, true. if it was all about software, the Wii would have been a success. The mm-hmm. hardware got in the way. They charged yeah. $350. They got in the way. They, they get, took away affordability. And they also said, we have a confusing message. But still, if the software was king, mm-hmm. then it would have sold better. Software yeah. only goes so far. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is the things that were unique about the Switch in regards to like the weird things, IR sensor, HD rumble, the Joy-Cons, I don't think those played in the success of the switch it was great software and play how you want to play yes i don't know if you have to do anything more than that has playstation ever said we're going to completely change the game except for not making backwards compatible playstation has been probably the most successful because they said you can keep playing your games you get more of the same but we're going to give you more capabilities to play those games a different way like playstation 4 wildly successful and they said, yeah, we're going to do backwards compatible because or PlayStation 5 backwards compatible because guess what? You want to play your old games. That delights you. Taking yes. away your library doesn't delight anybody. I would not anybody. be delighted. I'll tell you Take right away. now. Bill, you mentioned it earlier. A billion pieces of software from yes. if, they hit, if they hit their 15 million units sold this year, which they said might be a little bit of a stretch – so let's, 140. let's let's pretend that they do that. They're hitting 140 to 141 million switch owners with over a billion pieces of software that they're going to potentially piss off if they don't make this thing backwards. And then close a library, an online game like you just had with the uh, 3DS and said, by the way, we're closing your store and you can't buy those games again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And at the at the at the cost of where they are, and multiple, and, and let's be honest, people own multiple switches. They don't own multiple PS fives or multiple. Yeah, you don't. You don't. So it's more expensive to be a switch hold switch family because you don't have a subscription service that you can play your latest and greatest Xbox games. You can with whatever once they unleash the Xbox family plan. But I mean, to your point, you said. I'm not spending $70 for two copies. Mark, you have two copies, I assume, in your household. I mean, they're making more per household than any other X. Uh, so yeah. I think that would delight people. Hey, we're going to, they used to have the classics line, the selects line, where when mm-hmm. a Nintendo property got so far, they would make it affordable. Nintendo is no longer a value play for families. It yeah. is expensive. It is essentially more expensive than getting an Xbox Series S and getting Game Pass. Yeah, You have more games and you can play it. So I'm hoping Nintendo doesn't destroy everything they've built just because they want to start from scratch. And they've and their, their CEO said, we've never had to do this before. And they haven't because they've never been in a position where they had to worry about how you transition. They've got an online service now. They've got digital libraries mm-hmm. and how they go forward is going to be very important. But um, I mean, if they're and they are now uh, con- concentrating all of their software on one platform, 
if they screw that up and said we're going to develop for the old switch and a new system at the same time you think that's going to be a great software launch it's not Mm-hmm. But you can continue to support and make things backwards compatible for the old Switch. Just make it 30 frames per second, whatever. It's good enough, just like PlayStation 4 games are still coming out. Xbox One games are still coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Hogwarts Legacy just came out on the old platforms, and those look pretty decent. Not great, yeah. but yeah. So I'm hoping... November on Switch, though, right? I mean, just call it a Switch Pro, but make it Pro Controllers for your controls yeah. and kill the, and kill the joy cons. Yeah. And, and improve the joy cons because the yeah, joy cons suck. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The joy cons, although was their focal point is not the success of the switch. And it's not even, you know, like, and I think that's part of the reason why the light was so like welcomed with open arms because it didn't have joy cons. You got rid of the Joy-Cons. And so that, that brings me to my other question too, like with a new launch, what is, what is the whole lineup look like? Do they continue selling the OLEDs? Do they continue selling the lights? Do they continue selling the original? You know, like they have to consolidate (laughs) because they can't keep producing 85 versions. They probably do a a switch light, maybe a switch OLED, a light OLED, maybe. Yeah, that's but, what I was thinking. Like, wouldn't it wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it delight us if they came out with a new switch? Let's call it a switch, a super switch, and then they had also a super light. Mm. So they have yeah. a similar lineup, but they're both oh. advanced. You know, you know, like that. I would and you love have a that. value. Would, you have like yeah, the series I would S and buy X. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like because well, I love the light for certain things, and I love the OLED for certain things. So I think having the choice and having the, having both of them like plays to like you're saying. It makes sense for my family to have both of those. I don't. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't make sense to have like two OLEDs or two lights, but it does mm-hmm. for my family at least make sense to have you know a light and an OLED. I'd be okay with them launching basically almost like phone sizes with and and have everything look like the like, just have it one contained system that you can dock and you need to get the pro controller. The detachable joy-cons. You literally just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) Mark, that's a great point. Not being able to dock the light was so dumb. was so dumb. Not being able to the light was the dumbest thing they ever it figured was. out. Why did they do that? It's because yeah. they're coming out with a super switch that super. is just like that, that can be docked. And so it's the and best of both worlds. Compatibility with a few games, but yeah. I'd be willing to sacrifice like a couple of games for like mostly backwards compatibility yeah. with like a self-contained unit. And you could do that way. You could do the XL, the standard and the mini. Mm-hmm. Just like phones, you can get you know yeah. like iPhone mm-hmm. standard iPhone, iPhone Mini, or the iPhone Pro. I'm for that. <laughs> I think that's like such a great you, way to go. And you add more hard drive space or something else. It's yeah. like oh, that's worth it more than just the screen size. And now, <laughs> the Pro controller is great. I love the Pro controllers. Is it the reason to have the Joy Con so they can just have something that's like? an extra purchase is that why they had it yeah is it more of like a, a selfish reason a businessman to say do this versus like the switch light because i've heard like switch lights are breaking faster than joy cons are i haven't heard much at all about the joy cons or the switch lights being a problem no yeah i've had no issues with ours and yeah that that is something to think about and but i do think they 
like with the joy cons they wanted you know they wanted to mix some of the stuff that they did you know with the wii and you know like kind of going through they wanted to blend that stuff i don't think that like you said it didn't pay off and i hope they realize that the joy cons isn't why the switch is successful and that they put a bunch of like you know R&D into more of that because like you said like I I would totally I would love having that you had a great great point about you know even if you have like you know the mini has you know 720 then you know the mid-sized is 1080 and then the top one 1440 you know like and then the hard drive space also increases as you get larger battery you know, life. oh yeah and battery life because obviously it's a bigger unit you know, and yeah. yeah, so if you get like a couple hours more on each one, I mean, man, they'd be selling like hotcakes. But the problem is no matter what they do, they will. And that's the problem is like <laughs> almost almost whatever they do, as long as they don't go crazy. I was <laughs> like, just going to say no, almost whatever yeah, they do. Because we've seen yeah. them do that so much. Yeah. We've seen that like you think, oh, like after the Wii, you'd, you'd think yeah, oh, so excited. Poop in a bucket and people still <laughs> yeah, buy it yeah, and, right, and right. play Mario Kart, but like people didn't because the Wii U was a solution looking for a problem that it and never the 3DS found. they had to drop the price six months after. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. have to be very careful how they tra- transition. That's true. But That's we've true. seen we've seen with the sw- the Steam Deck in the new uh, Asside Rogue, they can go up in price for an SSD. They can do all these things and. Yeah. Has a Nintendo fan ever said, I won't spend that? And they can have an entry model for the, the but I think most Nintendo fans are hardcore, want the best that Nintendo has to offer. They paid more for a Switch with the OLED at 350 So I think having those price entry points can get them what they want, delight people, and really make an impression. So Mark, I like yours, multiple entry points, and uh, yeah, and make yeah, great I software. Like- Yeah, I would love that because when you think about it, kind of like what we are saying, you know, like it being like Breath of the Wild being available on the Wii U. Could you play it? Yes. I had a friend that had it, played the whole thing, played hundreds of hours on it, enjoyed it. Um, Was it the best place to play? No, (laughs) it wasn't. But I I think that giving people that option, you're going to have a lot more happy fans. And Mm. I think there's going to be a lot of people that if they know, you know, they're going to feel upset if they know that they're, they're not cared about, I guess, if you want to call it that way. But if, if they can do it in a way like PlayStation, where they're still, they're saying, we're going to care for you. We're going to spend time and energy that everything you have in your investment is still valid. It's still worth it. Cause let's say you bought, you buy one holiday season and it comes out, the new one comes out in April they won't necessarily be very happy that they just spent this money and now the new one's very similarly priced, right? <laughs> and way better. So I think if they can still say like you can, you know, these games coming out, they're still coming for the for the Switch, right? Yeah. But the best place to play is here. I think you're going to get a lot more. What if they didn't more... though? What if they didn't? I mean, look at but if they didn't, they said, "Hey, we're cutting it off." Yeah. Look how big the Switch library is. You cannot say like, oh, there's horrible games. It's nothing. Right. There's right. no been no bigger robust library for Nintendo console than the Switch. So yeah. if you bought it year seven, do you really expect to get 10 more years of new releases? No, you were late to the it's party true. or you just wanted an extra system. So I have no 
conscience for like, oh, you're not getting the Xbox thing. If you get a couple of years, I mean, look at PlayStation. All those games that have still continued on PS4, maybe it'll happen. I don't know if Nintendo's going to do that, though. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, after the Wii U, how many games came to the Wii U after the Switch launched? That's true. But I, I will say, though, everyone who just got <laughs> the special edition OLED right now, if a new one does come out, you know, that still is a pretty, that's pretty, a pretty close time. I think the like, people that bought those uh, own a couple of switches already. I don't think yeah. it's like new, new entries. I think those people are knowing what they're doing. They own like five 3DSs. They own those Nintendo fans that are though, buying a switch now. Yeah. I will tell you though. So, um, I don't know if you guys know Adam Brock from the rock show. Um, I have me and Hezekiah's weekly show on Saturdays on that YouTube channel. Um, but he just bought his very first switch ever right now. And he was like, he was literally on the edge and like telling me like, I don't know. Do you think I should like, do you, when do you think the next one's coming out? Do you think it's worth it? And I was like, you know, I, I I feel like one's going to have to come pretty soon, but I will say all the amazing games on the switch, if it's not backwards compatible, it's still worth it. It's worth $350 US to buy an OLED to play, to experience all of these different games, especially mm-hmm. if they don't if they're not also available on the new console. I think it's still worth it. You know, like in, even like if you said if they did cut it off and they're like, okay, yep, no backwards compatibility. No system in the past has ever been forward compatible. The yeah. PS5 and the Xbox series were kind of like the first one that said we're going to be forward, com- or the you know they're going to be forward compatible. So I think it's silly for people to expect their games to work on their their system to work on the next gen games. Mm-hmm. And you have seven years worth of releases that you can enjoy. I have yeah. little 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 sympathy for people that jump in. Because it's the cheapest way to jump in, anyways. Because they can buy all these games at a huge discount, and so I couldn't when Nintendo, I bought my Switch Day One. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you can. I mean, some stuff's yeah. still full price, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And that's what that's what I think is the crazy thing with Nintendo too is you know, like you said earlier, there hasn't been a price drop on consoles. Right. So these consoles are still well, they, what they, they did the light so that in that way, there was a price drop that they offered a lower price entry, but yeah, they also had a price entry. increase. They also had a price increase, which only the Xbox one X, I think, well, that gets them to price. I think the X OLED is actually the only price increase. Well, PS five. <laughs> yeah. But very few times have you been able to increase the cost of your box and mm-hmm. Nintendo pulled it off. Yeah, and I think games-wise, why I was super excited when I got a PlayStation 5 for the exact reason you were just saying. I was like, I can get some amazing games over all the years that this PlayStation's been out for dirt cheap. I can get them at a garage sale for nothing. I can go to GameStop and get them for, you know, a 70% off, right? Whereas Nintendo, it's like, oh, do you want the uh, Mario Kart 8? Unless there's a sale going on on a third party, it's full price. You know, you want Odyssey full price unless there's a sale somewhere else, right? You know, so like if if you're gonna buy it digitally, full price. You know, so yeah. like that's the only thing about Nintendo too is like you gotta realize when you're jumping in, you're still paying full price for a lot of the first party games, Nintendo wise. You know, there there's gonna be some like um like Rabbids, um Mario Plus Rabbids, those ones go yeah. on sale. But like Splatoon and things, you know, some of those bigger ones, you know, uh, even uh the Donkey Kong um, 
tropical tropical freeze you know like that one like you got to find it like maybe like on certain deals like at a walmart or or something like that otherwise like if you buy it from nintendo (laughs) it's gonna still be like full price you know so like i think that's an that's one thing with is like you know you don't get the benefits as like xbox or or playstation where you can get a very discounted physical copy of a game Mm -hmm. you know because it's six months old it's still full price. <laughs> well, they'll probably change the cart size, right? So it works like like they did on 3DS to DS. They change the cart size or do something different. Hopefully that's what they'll do. So your old carts will work on the new Switch system or Nintendo system. Mm-hmm. And the the new ones will only work on the new system. So they'll probably put like that's a weird like, crick in it or something. So we'll yep. see how that happens. I was like, um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I will say like, so, the final thing that I want to is yeah. it doesn't take long for a precedent to be made. No. Uh, so you said like, you know, in the past, no console has really brought forward their full library, but now we have that. Yes. And it's very, very hard for a lot of consumers to look past something like that when they can see, like you said before, an Xbox series S with game pass with a massive years long back catalog to Xbox 360, Xbox the original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox one full library of Xbox one and, you know, and, and then new games. And if you see something that's priced similar and it says we're starting from scratch, there's three games available. One of those is one, two super switch. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Mario <laughs> like that, Kart that 8 is, deluxe plus plus. Nobody right. wants that. It's, it's a very <laughs> tough it, I, I will 100% agree it, that the precedent had not be, been set until it was. And now that it mm-hmm. is, it is like saying like, hey, guess what? You're buying a new phone, but none of your apps, apps works. Work. You have to start from scratch. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? I would switch to Android and that's someone that just bought a new Apple Watch and loves my iPhone. And like, I would be like, okay, where can I go? Who's next? Because these guys are crazy. Yeah. Um, it, it is a a terribly quick precedent that people are going to get used to very, very, very quickly. Um, so I think Nintendo has to really like be careful and that's not one of their strong suits. Okay. So last question, we'll see. Hard, yeah. really quick, Mark, when does the next Nintendo console come out? Uh, holiday 2024. Okay. Uh, wow. That's like, 18 months from now. Uh, Josiah, when does it come out? I think it's, I think we're going to hear about it either the very end of this year, actual year, or the very beginning of next year. And it's going to launch spring. Ooh. Okay. All right. I am jinxing you because I'm saying the same thing. I think they're going to announce it back into the year, uh, fall, whatever, because they may have a game and they're going to be like, yeah, and that game, it's going to both be on Switch and whatever, our console as well. And we're launching in March before our fiscal year. And here's now what we're going to sell of that console. So it's in our fiscal report. So we didn't lie. Bam. I like it. <laughs> and it's going to be Mario Kart 9, maybe, hopefully. Great. <laughs> Because that's a system seller, and they can put that in every Switch box and sell it forever, yep. like 50 million copies. Oh, well. 
We are done. Mark needs to go to bed. He is yeah. a tired boy. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Hezekiah is in great Wyoming. So he's like, or, so Josiah, you need to go to bed. Your son's asleep. Everybody yeah. needs to go to bed. No, they're uh, so actually waiting to go to McDonald's right now. It's, Holy cow. It's, it's nine nights. o'clock, but I promised them we're going to McDonald's. We're going to stay up super late tonight since it's our anniversary. And uh, yeah, we're just, we're going to have a good time. McDonald's for your anniversary. And, you are a saint, yeah. man. Yep. Oh my goodness. Get them up Nick Flurry too, to like, you know, yep, make it go. even better. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. So with that, tell everyone where they can find you around the interwebs. Okay. Um, uh, me. Yeah. So on Twitter, I am Martinez mostly. It's a long story. I don't have mostly Martinez. Um, I, and yeah, I won't even go into that right now, but it's Martinez mostly. And then besides that, um, Hezekiah and I, uh, I said earlier on the rock show on YouTube, we have a weekly show called my next gen gaming. It's uh, if you're in the U S it's, uh, in the in the afternoon times we just play games we chat with everybody in the chat and it's kind of just like an open conversation type thing um during the week uh we are on kick actually now live streaming um almost five five six times a week sometimes depending on uh if we can if we can work it out um but yeah that is hezekiah's toys and games um hezekiah's youtube channel is the same name hezekiah's toys and games uh we do unboxing videos and stuff like that and uh, yeah, that's that's where we're mostly going to be is either in live on stream or making content for YouTube. So awesome. Seeing how happy your kid gets <laughs> when anything happens is yeah. <laughs> the most delightful. Thing. It is. It's great. Whether it's a new controller, a game, a thing like it's just it's just I it is my favorite to see. Like there's so many crusty old dudes talking about <laughs> video games and being like, I don't like this because it doesn't run at this, and it's kind of, and it's like, that's Thanks, fine. I listen to a bunch of those shows. I'm part of one. It's fine. It is. It's great. Uh, but seeing seeing that just always makes my day. So it, it's it's uh, it's amazing to see everyone listening. Just go go subscribe and 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 watch that because it will make your day i promise yes i appreciate yes it. hezekiah is a great kid he's very exciting and you guys do some great stuff thank so you. thank you for being on again yeah yeah i appreciate yes. you guys thank you for inviting me uh always a pleasure to be on so he's great to uh share a screen with both of you guys and uh yeah both of you guys have amazing families i love seeing uh, uh as a family man i love seeing both of you guys sharing a little bit of your family life. You have beautiful wives and kids and you guys do fun stuff. And I love seeing everybody smiling on your guys' pictures. And yeah, so I just had to throw that out there too, just because, yeah, I, I like seeing both of your guys' uh, just family outings and stuff because, yeah, it, it, there's nothing more heartwarming than seeing a happy family. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Mark. With that, yeah. <laughs> and your crusty gamer speaking to you <laughs> all right now, <laughs> tell me more they can find you. I wasn't just talking about you. You can find me and my crusty <laughs> opinions uh, everywhere. The underscore Canardian. That's uh, I've been I've been not using Twitter as much, but I'm still floating around there. But Instagram for sure, and our uh, our Discord server. You can find me uh, bopping around all of those places. Excellent. And uh, you can find me at Dioxtra. Uh, talking about video games, uh, talking about the Vikings a 
potentially in the fall when we actually play football again, which should be fun. And Michigan State Athletics, I love college football. Um, so with that, uh, and once again, just follow Secret Friends Unite. We do some great things out there. Mark's got some uh, great content. Uh, he's going to be doing more, I know. I want to pressure you into doing more because you do great things and people want to see you and your wife do awesome things. Uh, and Charlie and I do a, a great comic book uh content for Patreon now, Spinner Rack, and we just recorded, uh, we're going to record in the next one, which is going to be a lot of fun as well. So uh, that is it for our show. So just check out our stuff. And once again, thanks everybody for going on this voyage with us. It was long. We get it, but hopefully you enjoyed our discussions on uh, Tears of the Kingdom and also the future of Nintendo. So with that, I want to say thank you all for joining us. And remember folks, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.